Because of abundance of grace, you can reign for the glory of God. In today's message, Pastor explains how you can reign in life by taking some graceful decisions. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 and verses 17. Romans chapter 5 verses 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Amen. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace to reign in life. Many a time when we look at the scripture, we think it is reigning in eternity with Christ. But it says here, reign in life, in this life, here on earth. God does not want you to be a slave. Does not want you to be defeated. He wants you to reign, to be victorious. And only Jesus Christ can give you that victory. He wants to honor you. He wants to see you reign in life. He is the only one who has the capacity to make you reign in life. Nothing, nothing limits him from enabling you by his grace to reign in this life. Amen. He can frustrate every, every law, even the law of chemistry. That's how he turned the water into wine. Biology, the law of biology can frustrate it. When supernaturally Mother Mary conceived in a womb, law of physics, when Jesus walked on the water and made Peter to walk on the water, the law of gravity, when Jesus Christ ascended into heaven, he refused to descend. The law of economics, <laughs> when he took a couple of loaves of bread and fish and fed over 5,000 people, there is no law that should limit you from reigning in this life because of the abundance of God's grace. It doesn't matter what law works in your home, works in your life, that is keeping you frustrated, that is keeping you down. Tonight in the name of Jesus, may the grace of God abound upon you and may you overcome, may you overcome and may you reign in this life for the glory of God by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, by the limitless possibilities that is available to you through the grace of God.
Whoa! Hallelujah! Lift your hands and say the abundance of God's grace. Amen. That word reign means to dominate, to be in charge. To be in control. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And it is very interesting when you study the scripture. All through Paul's letters and Peter's letters, almost every one of them closes with the grace of God be with you. The grace of God be with you. Except the Acts of the Apostles. Acts of the Apostles comes through to the point where it says Paul rented a home in Rome. He rented a room, home in Rome and was preaching the kingdom for two whole years. He hired a house. That's how it ends. The 30th verse. Acts 28, 30 and 31. Preaching the kingdom of God. And I said, Lord, every other letter ends with grace. But Acts of the Apostles, it says Paul was preaching in a rented home in Rome for two years about the kingdom. And the Lord said, yes, the Acts of the Apostles still continue. <laughs> it's still continuing through you and through me. We're still preaching the kingdom of God. We're still seeing miracles and healings and deliverances. We're still proclaiming Jesus Christ as the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some of you will move in a miraculous anointing to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to set the captives free, and to see deliverance happening every time you walk into a place. In the Ratri, may the acts of the apostles continue to be manifested through your life. Because God's disciples, His apostles, His prophets, His ministers will always reign in this life. You are the next chapter. Open your mouth and say, I'm the next chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. The next chapter of the Acts of Glory the Apostles. Glory to God. Amen. Do you believe that tonight? Amen. I am the next chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's time to reign by His grace. Amen. Through Jesus, the abundance of grace to reign in this life. Paul, when he's writing Rome, I mean, when he's writing the, uh, you know, the letter, he says, for 33 years, Paul preached in Asia Minor, in Asia Major, he, you know, almost through Europe, planted churches wherever he went, faced obstacles, hurdles, came out victorious. Even while he was in prison, under Caesar, he was still preaching. Philippians, when you read, he says, even through the chains, he was still preaching in the prison. So much so, by the time he came out of his jail captivity, there were men and women of God inside the jail. And uh, Bible scholars say that including Caesar's wife and children, they were baptized under the hand of Paul. Even in the enemy's house. 
God made sure that people are saved by grace. Now may your successes give your enemies a headache. I speak it into somebody's life tonight. May you reign in this life for the glory of God. Your successes, your victories, one after the other, even in the most uncertain of places and situations, uh, manifesting the kingdom, glorifying Jesus, uh, may it give your enemies a headache uh, because the Lord's word says uh, He will make you through the abundance of grace to reign in this life. Look at somebody, if there is somebody next to you and say, we're gonna be at peace. No worries. We're going to sleep in peace because the abundance of grace. The Lord will fight for us. Just hold your peace. That's what the Lord told Moses. Just hold your peace. I'll fight for you. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to see how the Red Sea has to be parted. How to bring water out of the rock. How to provide for your family. Just leave it into the hands of the Lord. And look to Jesus Christ and be connected with Christ. Allow His grace to be abundant in your life. Receive His grace into your life. Just free gift, the free enablement of God's hand upon your life. And may the Lord take care of everything that concerns you. Don't be worked up in your head trying to figure out and having a solution for every challenge that you're facing. Let the grace of God abound upon you and you'll be victorious. There was a song that we used to sing. Mm, hold your peace, the Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight, will fight for you. You know that song? Steve Cuban, I think, used to sing that song. I will fight for you.
of the storm you will prevail as you lift up the mighty name of Jesus no my church that you will never song. The Lord himself, it was a prophetic song, I think, that Steve Cuban sang. The Holy Spirit gave him that song. I remember that. The Lord says, I'll fight for you, church. You will never fail. That's, that's, a, that, that's a prophecy over somebody tonight. You will never fail. The Lord says, I'll fight for you. It doesn't matter what the hordes are against, what you're facing in life. Let the abundance of his grace flow into your life. Open up your heart and say, Lord, the abundance of your grace. അത്ഭുതത്തിന്റെവാദ Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. We give you glory and honor. We bless your name, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight, say, I'll sleep in peace. Sleep in peace. Now, just not tonight, but every day. Because the Lord will fight for me. I will reign in this life. Because of the abundance of grace. See, God has not made you for endurance, but He has made you for His pleasure to enjoy. There are times when you have to endure certain things, but the whole purpose of your life is just not to endure, endure, oh my God. Some of you have been enduring, enduring. <laughs> And you never enjoy the abundance of grace. That word... Reign means to dominate, to be in charge, to occupy, to mobilize leadership without the fear of the enemy, to do what God has called you to do without feeling intimidated. That's what the word means. God wants you to be in that space where you know it's the abundance of grace in the ratri our realm devathinte aathmaavu chelavarku thorakatte the abundance of god's grace through jesus christ our lord rals maraithin shini pravala wakarasti mele raida vasmanathos thank you holy thank you holy Thank you. Praise you, Father. Luke chapter 19, verse 14. The Gospel of Luke chapter 
you, you, you know the story. You can read from verse 12. A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. That is raining. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. We will not have this man to reign over us. We will not allow this man to occupy this space. Somehow we got to push him out. <laughs> if not for the grace of God, maybe yes. But by the grace of God, no. You will reign. Amen. His own people, I like that word, his own citizens. Hate them. <laughs> Sometimes your own people, your own family, your own employees, your own church, your own relatives and friends. Somehow they don't want you to be successful or enjoy the blessings of God or be in that space where you know you're reigning in life. Somehow they don't want you to succeed. But tonight there is a prophetic word over you. Everyone who is going through that. I wanted to underline the 27th verse of the 19th chapter of Luke. But those my enemies which would not that I should reign over them. Bring them hither and slay them before me. <laughs> Lord... He's going to crush that kind of rebellion. He's going to crush that kind of attitude. Now, praise be to the name of the Lord. That's what is called slaying in the spirit. <laughs> glory to God. So you can actually reign. Reign for the glory of God because of the abundance. Lift your hand and say, because of the abundance of grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. It's time to reign by His grace. How do I reign? Uh, how do I reign? Number one. Understand the place of war. If you're going through a battle, it might be in your head. It might be a struggle with your flesh and your, your spirit. It might be a battle in terms of uh, you know, just, just battling discouragement and fear and whatever, what not. That, 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 that's just trying to grab over your soul. It might be a battle with your health. It might be a battle with your finances or relationships. Relationships that God has given you seems like it's a battlefront. You're not able to enjoy those relationships. You are for peace, but every time you speak, they are for war. That's what the psalm says. <laughs> That's what the psalmist said in Psalms 50. You are for peace, but they are for war every time you speak. So there's a battle going on. If there is a battle going on, 
this word is for you. It is because God wants you to collect that which belongs to you through that battle. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 34. You know, this word just, you know, just grabbed a hold of me today. Deuteronomy 4, verse 34. Or had God essayed to go mm. and take him a nation from the midst of another nation yes. by temptations, by signs and by wonders. See, God is delivering them out of Egypt and God is saying, I'm going to give you a nation. As God has said to go and take him a nation from the midst of another nation, how? By, by temptations, by signs and by wonders and by war. And by battle. And by a mighty hand and by stretched out arm and by great terrors according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes. If you want to collect that which is rightfully yours, every blessing, there is a battle. Don't be discouraged if you're going through a battle. It's a sign that you need to lean on the Lord Trust Him to work out things for you and allow His grace to flow into your life and you can hold your peace inside knowing that the Lord will work everything out for you and He will bring you into that land. There is no peace without war. Every mantle or anointings that people move in, I have recognized it over years, is by battles. It is not like they were sitting in the presence of God, enjoying the Lord, and then hmm, suddenly, no, 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 no. There are times when God does that, but 99% of the time, you look at any giant of faith who is reigning in ministry or God is using mightily any general of the gospel, you will find there is a battle of the faith. And they trusted in the grace of God, the abundance of grace showed up. They learn to lean on Jesus. Exodus uh, to reign, remember that is war. Ex, uh, Judges chapter 3 verse 4. 2 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. Some of the scriptures, we don't have time to go through all of that. But Judges chapter 3 verse 2, please if you can. And they were to prove Israel by them to know whether they would hearken unto the commandments of the Lord which he commanded. Oh, Judges chapter 3 verse 2. Only that the generations of the children of Israel might know to teach them war. At the least such as before knew nothing thereof. So sometimes God allows you to teach you. You're a softy. You crumble under pressure. And God wants you to stand up for that which is from God for you. And He teaches you battle. And you win those battles on your knees. Not by fighting in the flesh. 2 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. The Bible says there was a long war. There was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. 
but david's house began to grow stronger and stronger so long was sometimes the battle certain certain battles are long it can be a financial war it can be a marital battle you know, but you're going to get stronger and stronger if you lean on the grace of god and the abundance of his grace you are going to lean on jesus christ you're going to depend on christ amen hallelujah you're going to get stronger and stronger by the grace of god how do you fight this battle to reign not by weapons of flesh second corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 the weapons that we use are mighty in god say that with me the weapons that god has given us is mighty in god for pulling down strongholds amen ecclesiastes ecclesiastes 9th chapter verse 18 it says there wisdom read on wisdom is better than weapons of war wisdom is better than weapons of war but one sinner destroyeth much good amen praise the lord so even in mar- marriage you know if there is a battle going on friction going on you got to stop using strategy to handle this you got to recognize that you can allow that marriage to reign for the glory of god and the relationship to be blessed only by the help of the holy spirit if your enemy is shouting bad mouthing you you need to learn to keep quiet and not shout back battles that come as to make you lean on the lord you can arrest the devil and his workings against you in the spiritual realm on your knees sometimes people ask me pastor you know we're facing a battle can you come and pray i said i don't i don't need to come i just need to go into my prayer room I know how to arrest that guy who is wrecking your home by leaning on Jesus. But you know how people are they just want you to come and give you give them some empathy and speak nice to them and to others to know that okay maybe you are on their side or on this side or that side. You're not on anybody's side, you're on God's side. Glory to God. I hope this is helping somebody tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know one of the weapons that the Holy Spirit has given you is the weapon of his spirit. 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. And I think it's the uh, eight words it say there are three that bear witness in the earth the spirit and the water and the blood and these three agree as one the spirit of god the 
Holy Spirit of God has to move. That's why the Bible says to the church, build yourself on the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Spirit, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, you can pray in the Spirit in the language of the angels, angelic tongues. So there is a tongue that causes angels to move forth. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Lift your hand and say, Jesus, I need the abundance of your grace. Holy Spirit, move. The word of God is the water. Ephesians 5 says that by the washing of the water, that is the word. You can speak forth the word. Then there is the power of the blood of Jesus. That's the last card, which means Jeju. Are you with me? Glory to God. The blood of Jesus loosed us and freed us to be priests and kings. Kings reign. God has made you a priest and a king through the blood of Jesus to reign, to be in charge. Glory to God. Lift your head and say, Holy Spirit, enable me. Help me to understand. Help me to move into this grace, the abundance of this grace. Thank you, Jesus. I apply your blood. See, when the grace begins to flow, when the word begins to work in your heart, not for somebody else, but works within you, when you know you have come under the blood of Jesus and you're speaking out the word on the blood, there is a certain element of conviction. The Holy Spirit Himself bears witness to your spirit. It's conviction. You're not a wishy-washy person. You, you stand for something. Glory to God. I have seen men and women of God like that. Convictions. It doesn't matter what kind of battle, they're convinced that God is for them. God will move for them. It's just not a you know, mental prep. It is, it, is, it is the Holy Spirit giving them witness. It is not a positive thought or a positive confession. It is the Holy Spirit giving them witness. If you are on that, not that spiritual, watch the movie Rampo. Sylvester Stallone. One, two, three, four, five. I think there are five. Where Prophet Sylvester Stallone says something. You know, in his own ways, he's live for something or die for nothing. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I had muscles like that. 
<laughs> in the face of balance, live for something or die for nothing. When you live, live for something. It didn't matter who was against John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a man who was under conviction. And the Bible says there was no one greater than John, Jesus said. He was convinced of who Jesus was. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 23. Where are we in time? Oh my gosh, we don't have, we just have to rest through this. Hebrews chapter 11 was, uh, are you still with me tonight? Is the word of God blessing somebody? Hebrews 11 verse 23. By faith. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandments. By faith, 24th verse, Moses, when he was come to years, refused, that's a man under conviction, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 25 choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who was invisible. What does that teach you? That word? It means there was a choice. By conviction he chose to suffer with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of Egypt. That decision made him to reign for the kingdom of God. He was right in the perfect will of God when he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. Why? Because he was convinced. He was assured inside of who he was. He was a Hebrew, not an Egyptian. He said, I'll rather choose to suffer with the people of God than enjoy the pleasures of Egypt. Can you imagine that? How many of you would do that? And if I were to present it another way, I mean just that decision, that conviction made him great. I mean, just imagine you're in a place that is very comfortable. You have, you're getting the pay scale that you want. You've got a big house, a nice car, a good wife, nice children. There's money in your pocket, money in your accounts. Wouldn't you just want to lie down and just enjoy? Maybe a sipper, pina colada or whatever. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> but he chose that, no, no, I'd rather suffer with the children of God than be comfortable in this palace. that he was pushed out of that palace. He chose, was convinced. By faith, Moses left. See, 
for that you got a you know that that kind of faith doesn't come easy for that you have to consider he moses considered he thought you got to consider the things that you will lose there are people who are slaves to their boss because you know the the boss says okay you want the job okay maybe do something wrong go out on this office trip and your husband won't know your wife won't know let's just go party and office trip have some good pleasure and by the time you come back you know we'll just make sure that you're promoted up the pay scale comes up you know deep within that is wrong and most people say okay maybe it is god wanting me to reign in life and this i just have to sleep around and then i get promoted up that's not god that's the devil moses could have compromised but he walked out knowing that hey that's not it I've I've had counseling sessions with people that say okay and you know sometimes girls say okay that guy said he'll buy me a big TV get me the latest iPhones take me out on holidays yeah he's he's way older than me but rich When you need money just got to make a call and he will spend it for you. But you got to come to that point to learn to say no to reign in life. That's what grace enables you. Grace enables you. You know that relationship right? I don't need that. I'm not going to compromise on the word of God. I don't need to take that bribe to or give that bribe to go up. There are there are youngsters who are listening to me. There are people who said okay, we buy you a flat. Do that. Just got to compromise a little bit here. Nobody knows. See, it is at that point you got to learn to decide. and only your conviction will help you to decide the right thing and that's where the grace enables you may the holy spirit enable you to take right decisions grace decisions wow chala bandhangal dagathu kudungi kidakana chala oda parishuddha nanu irangi varan vittukala Even in a weird, God will cause you to reign when you say, "Lord, I I want the abundance of Your grace." Well, they say they'll give me a membership in this club. They'll put me up on their po- Instagram post. I'll have plenty of followers. I'll get big high on the social. No, no, that's not the way. Come to Jesus. 
Can you imagine the Bible? Look at Joseph. Joseph in 44's house. The Bible says 44 gave him authority over everything. Joseph, you know, the 44 wouldn't even look to see what was in his account. Joseph, what is in my account? No need to double check because this guy trusted Joseph. No need to double check. What's in my account? No need to ask. Because Allah didn't talk about it. Joseph is enjoying those responsibilities. He's doing by the favor of God, the Bible says. The Lord was with him and he found favor, the grace. That's the same word. But his wife, 44's wife, come and says, okay, make me also your responsibility, Joseph. Come on. <laughs> you sweet looking boy, come on here. You handsome dude. They just take a selfie together. One thing will lead to the other. Come on. He's not here. in Vegas stays in Vegas <laughs> what, what, what happens in our lives just stays with us but Joseph just have a little fun with me Joseph come on daily this woman would do that but Joseph had the grace to say no No. This is not what God showed me in a vision and a dream. See, he could have continued to be in 44's house all through his life, even sleeping with his boss's wife and enjoying that place of authority for years. But that is not reigning in life. What we decide to do in our lives, that is conviction. That's what grace gives you. That's what causes us to reign in life. What, what, what makes you to uh, choose, I mean, how you spend your time, your money, your energy, He could have been in that house, but would have never fulfilled his destiny. He could have done things behind his boss's back, like some of you are doing. Most of you are compromising. 
Can you imagine what would have happened if he was caught red-handed? He would have missed out. And those, those days, you know, your head is chopped off. May the grace of God help you to decide. See, the Bible says in Romans 5.17, by one man, Christ, grace and righteousness. There are things that you lose when you choose. But you lose to gain. There are people who can't decide. They can't give up certain things. And they say, grace, grace, pastor, grace. Yeah. That's not the true grace of God. Are we going somewhere? My God, Holy Spirit, enable your children. Daniel chapter 3, Daniel's three friends. They said, we won't bow down to this image. The king said, two choices. Either bow or burn. Either bow or burn. How did they reign? They choose. They decided. They're not going to bow. There's a generation that God is raising up that will not bow down. Oh, that will not bow down before anything that is not glorified Jesus. That is not under the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. The three friends are standing there. One of them asked the other. Have you decided? Have you decided? Yeah. Wanna bow down? No. What about you? No, 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 no. And the trumpet sounds. The three guys look at each other. Everybody is bowing down. The king and the elders and the counselors are looking from far and they see three of them stand. Grace will make you stand. When others bow down, grace will make you stand. So one of the counselors went. One of the security guards. Why aren't you bowing down? Didn't you hear? But slightly. God's a surprise. Huh? Goes back to the king and says, Those three boys said they won't bow down before that image. The king calls them. Two choices bow or burn makes the furnace to burn seven times hotter. And the king says, you get my wife, get the heat. <laughs> you, you feel the drift of where this is going? He says, yeah, but no. 
we stand by our convictions we will not bow down our knees before any other god other than jehovah in the face of death we will stand by grace god will enable by his grace to reign glory to god glory to god hallelujah they threw them into the furnace but god who is an all consuming fire who consumes fire came inside of them <laughs> god said they stood for me let me go to them praise be to the name of the lord glory to god inside the furnace for these three people it became air conditioned glory to god because the god who is an all consuming fire consumed the fire oh nothing would hurt them nothing would burn them they stood their ground that's what grace will enable you to do lift your hands and say abundance of grace abundance of grace hallelujah the king says i see i put in three people there are four and the fourth one looks like the son of man got them out and the bible says in daniel 3 and verse 30 promoted them so they can reign all through our lives we are faced with choices there are battles there are choices there are choices in your workplace in the gym that you go to in the friends that you have you can either choose to lean on Jesus and receive his grace and reign in life that is in the purpose of God in the destiny that God has appointed for you for the glory of God or you can compromise confess still scriptures act still spiritual and go for something less but tonight the lord wants you to reign lift your hands with the abundance of grace 